and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley McRoberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on uh, this, the final episode of 2019, uh, we have a jam-packed episode for everybody. We will be talking about our Christmas vacations. We took two that's right and also one was a day vacation one was like yeah and it was we were in the same city okay, that we so live we in. took one vacation and we had a day adventure right and the vacation we took wasn't really a vacation we just okay. visited family yeah. and uh, it was actually a very long trip down there and it was yeah. stressful as things are trying to get places we were in the car for 26 hours so i guess it wasn't really vacation but nonetheless we had a blast <laughs> we're going to tell you all about those things also as promised um at the end of today's episode ashley and i are going to rank our top five each uh reality uh shows that we talked about in 2019 if we talked about it on one of our main shows of 2019 it was up for grabs and ashley uh and i uh separately secretly we don't know each other's list. Made a top five, um, and we're going to go through those lists. I can't wait to find out what you have to say. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm curious on if how much overlap there will be. I, I'm going to assume that there will be a good amount there of There has of, to be. Uh, Our tastes overlap. are pretty similar. And also, we have an honorable mention. Okay, so we did our top five honorable mention. Sure. And then our biggest disappointment. Yes, uh, we're going to be doing that a little bit later. Um, first, folks, if you can do us a favor and rate this podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on uh, wherever, wherever, wherever. Write it on a wall. Write it, yeah. Just tag uh, the side of uh, a post office uh, saying reality Actually, blows. don't do that. That is federal property. Yeah, and we don't want do you it, to get a felony. Folks, if we're nothing, uh, we're punk rock. That's what we are. That here. is true. Uh, so make sure that you're getting the word out, uh, doing your part as a blowhard, as part of the blowhard family, the community. And you know what, Ash? The community is about to get a little deeper, isn't oh, it, Oh, Nick, Ashley? is it? Folks, as we mentioned uh, a couple times uh, last week and, and whenever, we are launching a Patreon. We're really doing it. Um, as a matter of fact, folks, it's up right now. It's live. Reality Blows has a Patreon. And to get to that, it's patreon.com forward slash reality blows. And you can join our Patreon. Now, we're not going to be pitching this for the entire episode. We just want you to spend your Christmas money on us. Okay, That's it. That's all we're asking. Here's what you're going to get. Okay. $5 a month will get you at least two extra blowness episodes of reality blows folks what does that entail well who knows uh it's gonna be a little more of us it will not be just like these episodes Mm-mm. we have gonna... a lot of ideas yeah. we're gonna be going on adventures we're gonna be divulging secrets <laughs> we're going to be reviewing um reality shows that are maybe not in the mainstream yeah who knows i think we may recap some old uh reality shows because i know that's something that i've wanted to do since we started this thing one of my like dream things for this show Um, bucket lists for this show is to like recap the first season of real world um, which I know right now you can actually watch for free on mtv.com they have the whole season up and it's like well are we going to spend all of our time doing that for our main show when there's so many current reality shows no but that is something great to put behind the patreon wall and uh, come behind that wall with us because we're going to be doing a lot of really fun stuff Um, I don't know if anybody knows this I don't think I ever mentioned it but I started a project last year where I was going to do the history of the celeb reality series of uh, reality shows on VH1. Nick created flowcharts yeah. and he wrote out like how the 
this led to this, which led to this. I don't I want mean, to, don't even get into it okay, because but, this is stuff we're going to be doing like fun reality sort of content, but also, and a lot of what this is going to be is just more Nick and Ash. Yeah, you're going to get a lot more of us, that's for sure. And you're also going to get. This is big, guys. You're going to get our faces to look at whenever mm. you want because we did make stickers. We made stickers. Look at our little emblem. Our, our, and it's actually an updated version. I sneakily stuck that uh, all over the internet. Our logo. Our, our new logo um, for the podcast. We've made stickers, and they're actually here, and they're so cute, and they're so great. And uh, we'll maybe um, tweet out a picture and Instagram out a picture of them. But if uh, for $5 a month, not only will you get the bonus episodes of this show every month, you're also going to get this sticker sent, mailed to you. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun because then you could stick that sticker on your notebook and take it to class every day. Yep. Uh, or, or stick it on the side of a post office. Or Okay. You need to. <laughs> you could put it on a mirror. A you mirror. could look at it and talk to us. Um, so that's it. That's that's the big push. Now, for those of you who don't want to do five dollars, it's too much for you. We do have a three dollar tier. You just get us to send you a sticker, and also you get to the knowledge that you're going towards our coffee fund each month, and that we are eternally grateful yeah. for your support. But let's be honest: for two more bucks a month, you I get mean, two extra two bonus eps, episodes a month, and blowness. also we're getting kind of we're getting accustomed to the patreon sort of format and everything we know that there's options to do videos and post on our patreon wall yeah we're gonna we're, we're putting our toes in the water okay yes we we take things slowly over here at the reality blows abode we, we're putting our toes in the water and then we're, we're definitely going to expand in some fashion we plan on having fun with it yeah. i think is the best way to put it and also if we get 250 patreons is that what you call him? A patron? patron? If we get 250 patrons, Nick has agreed to eat his words and interview a reality star on the podcast. Yeah, and Ashley says she's got the hookup and she can interview. I got some people. I got people that I'd like to bring on, but you are very anti. And well, it's not so, something that I wanted to do here because I don't want to have to kowtow to people. I don't want to have to pretend like I enjoy their work when I don't. Yeah, you're real. I am real. And also, this show is about us, not really about reality TV. It's really kind of about us. Uh, if you guys have been listening for the coming up on two years that we've been doing this show, you realize it's like really 25% reality TV and 75% Nick and Ash talk to one another. Yeah, you guys are in it for us. And yeah, we appreciate clearly. that. So I never really, and that's why we don't really have guests because it's it ends up having to be too reality centric. And we also do our kind of monthly um, recaps of Southern Charm, which is so reality centric. And our moms get mad at us if Mondays we spend too much time talking about the challenge. Yeah, we they'll our, text. Yeah, because we already have a show dedicated to the challenge uh, recaps. We do so much with reality TV to bring to waste uh, time on this when I could be talking to my precious Ashley about oh, what's been on. going on in her life. Come on, and I got to talk to uh, Johnny Fairplay over here about uh, how he. Uh, double-crossed uh, Boston Rob on uh, oh my Survivor God. or whatever. I know those people probably never cross paths, but you know what I mean. It just seems like a different show, and I feel like that show exists on uh See what I mean, you guys? Right? Do you see the resistance now, he's putting up to this idea? It's just like, let's get one person on the show that we can talk to and ask some questions. Just once. We'll do it once. That being said, 250 of you guys come behind this Patreon wall and hang out with us. 
I'm totally going to interview there a you reality go. Uh, personality. And honestly, maybe we'll do it at 100. You know, I, I don't know Nick, that it'll have stop to... flip-flopping well, around. We may, we set that on the Patreon, <laughs> okay? Just follow the rule. You're already getting all blurred Well, lines. we were supposed to get 100 people reviewing our podcast before the end of the year, before we launched this thing. And it seems like we're about 12 behind. We're but... 14 behind. I just checked. <laughs> so, uh, once again, we are trying to get 100 before the end of the year. This podcast will be up before the end of the year, so... I don't know. Grab your grandma's uh, cell phone and uh, help us out. Yeah, we're trying to get to 100. So that's it. Reality Blows has a Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Join us there. $5 a month. We're going to do bonus episodes. Right now, there isn't any up, but uh, by the first of the year. Yeah, um, we're dropping the first one. We're going to be dropping the first one. And it's going to be our resolutions. Yeah. We're going to talk about how we're going to change our lives for the better because 2020 is our year. Also, I think like... Like, I'm kind of talking out, thinking out loud here a little. I'm definitely talking out loud. Uh-oh. But I'm thinking out loud. You better watch yourself. I, I, you got that sparkle in your eye. I do feel like that maybe there'll be some episodes. This is fun. Uh, email us, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Suggest what you want on this Patreon, because we'll definitely take your suggestions here, especially if you're a patron of ours. But, um, you know, I think maybe there'll be just an Ashley episode of this show where Ashley can talk about some stuff that she likes. You know, Ashley's very much into, like, no, reviewing. I Nick, I like having you as a partner. Yeah, but okay, you on the also, podcast. wouldn't you want to just have, like, maybe a friend on to, like, review, like, some sort of, like, sun, sun tan lotion or something oh like that? Oh, my God. Listen, we'll talk about this <laughs> not on the air, okay? First off, I just want to give a shout out to Lily the cat. Lily the cat. Who is curled up in a drugged out haze (laughs) on our green velvet couch. She got the finest organically grown uncut catnip from the hills of North Carolina. We brought it back to her today. I have never seen an animal act like that. I mean, we get she's got catnip. She's had catnip folks. We're not we're not not giving our kitty cat catnip. Tell them what she did when she got her hold of that carrot stick full of catnip. Well, Ashley was gifted a wonderful carrot carrot stick full of catnip. Not a real carrot stick, like a little beanie baby um, full of catnip. I dropped this thing on the floor for her. She grabbed the thing, got on all fours, and well, she's always on all fours, but she was kind of like hugging it, and then she and like, then I looked down and I was like, "Is she drooling on she, the floor?" There was a puddle full of drool on our floor, like in an instant. It was wild, and she just kind of like got it in a bear hug and started rolling around with it, and it was a wild time. She's a little freak. Oh my goodness. So after she drooled up the floor, right? She really drooled it she up. She drooled it up. After she drooled up the floor, she went after the the tissue paper that it came wrapped in and she b- was really acting like a maniac, like um, trying to eat the tissue paper. I was trying to get it away from her. She was like biting me. She never bites yeah, she me. She's like swatting her hand away. <laughs> yeah, she's the most gentle loving cat ever. It, it brought it was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr catnip it really she went for it for real man and uh i mean the amount of drool that was on the floor was just freaking me it out. grossed us out I mean, honestly the thing is gross i won't even touch the carrot i mean it's disgusting 
Um, but, you know, nonetheless, I'm happy that she's happy. Yeah, because it was hard, you guys, being apart from Lily. Okay, we just got back last night. We rolled into town. We had to, we drove straight to North Carolina on Monday, and it ended up being 13 hours, 13 and a half. Yeah, the straight through was crazy. You know, Google Maps is like, it's going to be 10 hours, and then it's just every 30 minutes. It's like, uh, a um, accident is causing a delay ahead. A 16 minutes slowdown uh you're still on the fastest route yeah yeah i hated it that. was awful i mean we did leave at a time when i think most of america left i mean uh christmas was on wednesday we left on monday and drove at 11 a.m yeah. and that's our fault okay our fault. you guys we're really mm-hmm. trying to be adults in this really. new year nick had like a real heart to heart with me on the ride down where he's <laughs> like are we ever going to be the people who leave on time like when will that happen for us yeah and i was like baby i don't know but as, as long as i'm with you i'm okay being late you made that second part up. Okay, but it sounded good though, right? When <laughs> yeah, I just it said it right then, it sounded it good. Did. I'm going to pretend like that was real. Yeah, and so we drove there um, on Monday, and then we came back on Friday. We split it up because we were like, we can't do that to ourselves again. Much better, although still tough. Still tough. I mean, we stayed uh, at a place, but we're kind of um, uh, glossing over the actual trip Yeah, here. let's get into the trip. So before we left, before on Sunday, the night before, first mm-hmm. of all, Ashley, I don't know if you guys can tell, Ashley and I got cold. Yeah, I'm still, I still got a little lingering a- one. Ashley's a little sicker than I am at this point, but I definitely gave it to Ashley. I was the first one with the cold. It's true. I think at one point we may have had bronchitis. Yeah, who be- knows? Because- uh, We Googled the symptoms Yeah, and my step-grandfather mm-hmm. um, is a doctor and I told him the symptoms. And he was like, yeah, that sounds like bronchitis. So, and I think I had the same symptoms as well, but um, didn't stop us from last Sunday uh, going on the Maritato Christmas extravaganza. Wow, wow, y'all. Wild times, dudes. Now, I'm sure you've listened to us recap. I'm sure you listened to us recap last year's. This year, we... Check out 52 weeks ago, and uh, we probably talked about last year's. This year, uh, I think it was a group effort to be more chill. Would you agree with that? I wanted it to be more chill. And I think your dad was on board for a little bit more, to be a little bit more chill. I don't remember him voicing that opinion, <laughs> honestly. But he gave in to some things. He we he gave in to some of our demands. We Nick was very against going to see Santa again. So the, the, the anchor to the Maritato Christmas extravaganza um, is... Macy's Santa Claus. It's a 12-hour field trip through Christmas in New York. Okay? So it's like you start off with Macy's and you go see the Santa. Then you're walking to see the tree at Rockefeller Center. Then you're going to the church, uh, the cathedral. St. Patrick's Cathedral. We're in that church and... You know, you you walk around. You have to take your hat off. I mean, it's a whole it's a whole deal. Anything that you can do in Manhattan that's kind of, oh, I guess it's kind of touristy. Yeah, you know, kind of look touristy at the window things. displays. Now, the main thing was this year is like I felt like last year the fun of going to see Santa at Macy's was kind of stripped away based on how long we waited in that line, which was must have been three hours. Yeah, it was way too long. It was a long time. I did not want to wait in that line. Luckily, my pops 
Steve, shout out if you're listening, Dad, because I know he he is a new blowhard. He just started listening Woo-hoo. to us. Um, he got us a fast pass. Yeah. He was all jazzed up on our Disney trip that yeah. he actually got us a fast pass for Macy's. The fast pass at Macy's was, I don't know, a hundred percent adults. Yep. The problem with waiting in the Macy's line for Santa is you're there with children in that yeah. line and you start to look around and go, Oh, we don't have a kid with us. We are the only childrenless adults in this entire three hour line. This feels weird. You start kind of thinking about the choices that you've made. Yeah. Should I have had kids? Should I be here right now? Should mm-hmm. I be working on my, you know, novel at this point? Should I leave of, the city? Right. Should I get out of here and just go, you Who know, am I? check out at a farm somewhere? Why do I want to see Santa so bad? So I wanted to avoid that. You know, we also, before Macy's last year, we went and saw the Rockettes at the Radio City uh, Christmas show. Yeah. And we didn't like that. No, we thought it we was really not a good not. show. Hey, folks, sorry about that. We had to take a break because uh, Ashley had a little bit of a coughing fit. We're sick. Did that make the podcast? I don't remember. Editor Nick, did you leave the part in where we said we were sick? I don't remember. Well, you're over it. No, I'm not. I'm I'm still a little sick. You're still a little I sick. I just don't. You still have a cough. I'm, I don't know what the hell is you going on You got sick first. Yeah, I got sick first, and then I gave it to you. Uh, we, I was, we actually got very sick as we were going on this little uh, um extravaganza this yeah. uh, New York extravaganza but anyway I was saying that like uh, last year we went and did the um Rockettes the Rockettes the Radio City Music which I show. was gonna say is basically just a chase ad for the bank yeah, chase it really is but check check that uh, episode last year if you want to hear all about that this year that was cut out no show this year okay wow. folks we got fast passes for Macy's that means we showed up at 10 a.m. went right to Santa. No looking at snotty kids the whole time. We sat on big fat Santa's lap and uh, we took our picture. Last year our picture was a disaster, was it not, Ash? Um, It was really bad and I will also say that this year it was bad. What? I don't like the way I look in in this year's picture. I look like um, I've got a dazed and confused look going on. Because what had happened was when you go in there, they take your picture twice. Uh And the first time they took our picture, I was so appalled by what I saw that I was like, are you going to, you're going to definitely take another one, right? And they were like, yeah. And so for the second one, I just have like a deer in headlights look because I am still reeling from how I looked in the first one. Right. And I don't remember, I looked fat in the, in last year's picture. I wore a, a, a shitty sweatshirt. Um, where you could see my fat little titties <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and it just, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't like the way I looked. It was unflattering what I was wearing. Yeah. Bad news. My father had a problem with how far he was from everybody else. He kept saying that it looked like he was photoshopped in. Right. And he, he did. The distance between him, uh, him and us and Santa Claus was like a foot and a half. It which, did look like we didn't know him. Yeah. We're and like, it, who's this guy? And of course, we, we when he asked us what we wanted for Christmas, we all blew it. Yeah. Um, it was I said world peace. And he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of jaded. Santa. Yeah. That's Santa from last year. And your dad pointed it out this year. He was like, when we went last year, we went at 2 p.m. Mm. And because we went to the Rockettes first. And it's like Santa was over it yes. by then. This this time we got a fresh Santa. Fresh Santa. And honestly, we had gone there two years prior. And we had the same, from what I can tell, you can look at the pictures. Nick thinks that we've had the look same the Santa every time. And I'm like, they just look the same because no, they're Santa. This guy dude. looked a lot less like Santa Claus, but... He was a lot cooler. He was nicer. He was more into it. This guy this year. Yeah. Yeah, he was into it. And we he was also a little skinny for Santa. 
he yeah he was skinny but this year we also had um a fifth person which is gabby's boyfriend chris yep so happy to have him in this little uh, extravaganza field trip because he is my sister by the way oh yeah don't y'all know he um he i'll say he took a bullet for us and he sat on santa's lap he sat on santa's lap i don't we don't know how everybody got placed it just happened very really quickly, odd. and they started taking the pictures really quickly they took the first picture no and- one was ready okay you gotta let people get settled i know that things have to happen over there quickly because it's macy's and children want to see santa i get it but you need to give us grown adults with little bellies and double chins at least five seconds to situate ourselves Ashley was the closest to the preview window of the picture. None of us saw the picture. Ashley could make out the picture of the the first snap we got. And the elf that was helping out Santa that placed us said, oh, look how cute, so cute. And then Ashley looked at this picture and quickly looked up at her and said, go ahead. We're going to do another one, right? Yeah. We're going to do a second picture, right? Yeah, and she was like, okay. And then she went to snap the second picture. I had to change my whole form. Right. Because what happened in that first picture should be illegal. Okay? (laughs) That shouldn't happen to anybody. And like when we left, so when you leave, you kind of walk through this area. And it is actually a lot like Disney World where you get like funneled into the buy your pictures area. And um, Steve had to get, they could only get one person buying the pictures. So the rest of us are kind of waiting. And I'm looking at Nick and I'm like, man, I I don't know. I hope he doesn't get that first picture. Like that shit was rough. And Nick's like, whatever, it can be that bad. And then all of a sudden we see Steve's hand pop up and he's like, Nick and Ashley, get over here, get over here. Because he wanted to point at that first picture and laugh. Yeah. So we looked at the first picture and yeah, everybody was kind of out of sorts because it happened quickly, but none more. Then old Ashley Brooke Roberts. I mean, I'm like spread out. On- okay, she is sitting on my la- lap, and she her legs are spread. I'm her straddling hip- his knee. Her hips are kind of contorted out, out towards As if the camera, like she's almost presenting her pelvis to the camera. It looks like I'm I'm doing a popping motion. Yes. One might say, and it, to and then me- I'm slumped back on Nick. Yeah. I'm slumped back. It's all it is. I look like the cozy. I look like first off, and I'm drunk or something. Yeah. I'm just like the way that I am reclining on your body. But then just being spread eagle that close to Santa—that yeah. is wrong. I'll, I'll say it seemed a little provocative. Well, I okay. So I thought I just looked sloppy, and then Nick was like, "That's provocative," and I didn't even realize there was a sexual element to it. And then it was sexual, folks, <laughs> and it was not the time nor the place. Everyone laughed. I mean, really, just Nick and his dad—they laughed at me. And then um, then we all, the rest of the group, Gabby and Chris didn't get to see it because they c- couldn't go Luckily. in that little area. I mean, thank God, this image should not be burned into anyone's mind but ours, you know? And it is. And But then um, we spent sort of the rest of the day bemoaning not buying that pic and then submitting it to Awkward Family Photos. Yeah, because it was definitely an Awkward Family Photo moment. If you're checking that Instagram account every day like I am, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, it's wild. But I, I, uh, Nonetheless, that second picture was a nice picture. Second picture but okay second picture is maybe one of the best we've taken i feel like the first one we took was great second one bad this one i do look closely at my face i look like a woman who saw a murder i look i and is trying to smile i look shocked why are you shocked you're shocked because i saw myself yes in the first one oh my lord i saw what i saw what could possibly get out and i got 
terrified. Uh, well, so we that was a success nonetheless. I mean, we were only in the place for like 45 minutes an hour. It wasn't yeah, that bad. It wasn't that bad. It's something it's it's always though like getting to Macy's is always so stressful and like our window started at 10 a.m. and um Steve Nick's dad was like meet us outside at 9:45. And then even though we got outside at 9:45, they had already gone inside. So by the time we got upstairs, it was 947 and we were like the late ones. Yes. But then we found out that uh, we weren't late. Somebody, no, nobody told us that we had a window. Yeah. So we apparently were like, there's like a 10 to 1030 window. Like we thought we had to be there at 10 a.m. or we're not going to get presents for the rest of our lives. We busted our ass all the way from Brooklyn to get our asses over there. Got there in record time and did not have to. We were also both sick at the time. It was a tough morning, but we persevered. We got that picture. We left Macy's. And we didn't eat breakfast because right after Santa, we were going to a breakfast buffet well, we at Hard Rock. We were supposed to. That was on the itinerary, so we skipped breakfast. Breakfast got nixed quick. Immediately. As soon as we got there, Steve was like, okay, I'm thinking we're going to skip breakfast. And I'm like, well, that's information I could have used before I left my house. Yeah. I'm looking at Nick like we didn't eat. We both ate Lara bars. Not enough. You know, that's just not enough for two adults to eat um, when you have a full day of walking around in the cold. Yeah, we're going to be walking for the next 10 hours. So what do we do? Do we get some food? Yes, we went to Starbucks. Right. And we had an actual wonderful breakfast yeah, at Starbucks. Yeah, it was nice. We actually got a seat at a Starbucks, which was kind of crazy. Now, because I'm a vegetarian, I'm always skipping the Starbucks meals because they have like sausage and turkey or whatever. And so, but this time I was like, can you just make it without that for me? And she was like, yeah, no problem. And then it was freaking delicious. I have been sleeping on Starbucks breakfast sandwiches. I had no idea they They're were so, so good. They're so good. My, what, my favorite uh, breakfast sandwich going right now is the sausage um, McMuffin or whatever they call egg? Uh, what do you call it? English muffin sausage egg cheddar good. thing they have there? So good, tastes so good. Um, whenever I'm on like a cheaty sort of week, cheat, I, uh, I I I end up having one of those in the morning, and uh, that was my first cheat day of the week. So um, it was a, a wild time to enjoy that, uh, and it really set it off. And while we were there, we gave Steve his Christmas present, which he was, uh, I think he really liked. We Yeah, my dad liked in his, his present, which Ashley was uh, thoughtful enough to bring a real camera to Disney World during our Disney trip. Actual film Start, in the camera. Started snapping pictures. Everybody was rolling her eyes. Everybody's uh, like, this is taking too long. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? You can't even see what kind of picture you took. We would have other people take taking group pictures of us. We had to teach them how to use a camera. Yeah, because you have to like push it halfway down for it to focus, Mm. and then you push it all the way down to take the picture. Who the hell knows what was going on? But nonetheless, we finally got them developed, and Ashley uh, spent the money and the time putting everything together. We uh, We made them a little photo album with stickers from like old Disney movies. And uh, gave it to them at this Starbucks, and I'll tell you what, the man was delighted. Yeah, it's cool. And we put them in chronological order so you can like go through the whole trip the pictures came out dope they came out really cool and uh honestly i feel uh like uh pictures are the way to go you're converted yeah well i didn't realize that they were going to be like the colors were going to be like brighter and like different it, it seems to have different tones than the digital camera like and especially because we're in Disney World, so everything around us is super um, hyper colorized anyway. It just looks so cool, you guys. You got to get back into film, y'all. You got to get film, folks. We got to get 
rid of our cell phones. Yeah. Throw them in the ocean. Except for I'm kind of, I want to defend cell phones. That's like my new stance. What? I just decided I'm going to defend cell phones. Explain yourself. It, they're just super handy. Like, think... Thank the Lord that I can like look up how to get somewhere in this thing that's in my pocket, or I can answer a question, or you I can stare at it endlessly and scroll and scroll and scroll. Okay, it does it have a dark side? And yes. Shut out the world. Does it have a dark side? Yes. And soothe your brain when you're supposed to be doing something more stimulating. But it's just like incredible. It like and it, avoid, avoid, avoid. How dare you? Well, that's what happens. Well, that's just my own bad behavior. Yeah. So I think I feel like you're not but a good person. You're I not a good poster child for uh, positive cell phones. I just think stuff. someone needs to stand up for cell phones. No, I just not keep you. seeing people be like, put them away. Maybe put them away. somebody and who it's like, get them out. Is addicted out. to online shopping and Instagram might be a better person to say cell phones are worth it. Because honestly, Ash, one of your resolutions that we're going to talk about on the Patreon episode is that I think you need to deal with your screen time. It's interesting that you frame that as one of my resolutions when I have not I have not made that resolution. We you don't have, know. Find out. You Find have out. just told me that you Get want behind that the paywall, to folks. be my resolution. Find out. Listen, I, I'm just saying that I, I, I find it to be scary when somebody who is clearly addicted to their phone starts going, you know what I think is the best thing on this planet these days? Cell phones. Here's why. To me, that's a little scary. Okay? That's how I feel. Uh, all right. Well, they're, villa they're villainized in popular culture, and I think they provide such a good service. Yes, I'm clearly an abuser. Okay, I don't have a handle on my addiction, but... Just today, I, I took your cell phone out of your hand and I replaced it with a New Yorker. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah. I loved it. Because like, I feel like if you're going to spend your time kind of vegging out on a Sunday, this is Sunday, by the way, um, you might as well do it by stimulating your brain with some incredible works of art that uh, people are writing and, and drawing in the New Yorker and not scrolling on the gram. Okay, get off my case. Take well, us you brought through, it up. Take us through the next part of this day. So we leave that Starbucks, and uh, that's when we head up to the most wonderful part of New York City, folks. Times Square, have you heard of it? Love it. You know, if you like a lot of people. And I mean a lot. And you like that feeling where you can't really move. And I mean you can't. Head to Times Square, y'all. Head to Times Square, y'all, because I mean that is where you can never move and you're surrounded by gross folks. And a lot of people are coughing on you. Yeah, it's great. Which is hard when you're like, like I, Nick was already sick. I felt it coming and I was like, ugh. You can't escape it in this city. You really cannot. So we went to Rockefeller Center. We saw the tree. We took a bunch of pictures in front of the tree. Right. The big uh, rock tree uh, over at 30 Rock. Um, and uh, we got our photo ops at 30 Rock. Uh, completely crowded. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I like that we do that. I always enjoy that yeah, part. Yeah, I know. It was honestly up at this point. Things were going great. Not that and they ever dad... didn't go great. But I mean, this is I remember this fondly. Well, you, I think it's cool that you're dad worked on the tree like he was like a lighting guy for the tree back in the day right my dad uh was in the electricians union um and uh back in the 80s uh his union got to put up the star on that tree and how rad is he that got to put the star we have a little picture of it
but it's kind of fun. And it feels like it's archery because yeah, of that. It's cool. And I worked some sort of a event for the, the tree lighting this year, so I got to be net very close to the tree on the ice and everything this year. So I feel like there's a lot of ties. Did to we talk tree. about that on the pod? Uh, I don't know. Did I mention that I had to follow around Bon Jovi and I got caught? Uh, Nick got locked out. I got out locked out of, of a building. 30 Rock. And, and I was, Bon Jovi's people were calling him, asking he, him where he is. Yeah, because they didn't know how to get to the stage. I think I talked about this. Did I not? I hope so. I, I mean, that's so. the whole story. That is the whole story. And I don't want to. This happened uh, weeks ago. So um, anyway, so we did that 30 Rock situation. And then we went down there uh, in uh, a few blocks away from Rockefeller Center um, is a park called Bryant Park. Oh, wait, you didn't do the church. Oh, we went to the church first. Yeah. Yes. So we walked into St. Patrick's Cathedral as we do every year. I don't every know why. Year. Well, but I know why. It's I know landmark, exactly why. But yeah, we're why? cold. Because we have all we have walked from Macy's up through in, through Rockefeller Center. At this point, we're all cold. Usually, we're all cold. This was an un, this was a seasonably warm, uh, unusually warm day. But usually, we're like freezing. We're like, well, we'll find shelter in the church, and it's just nice to sit down, warm up. Uh, enjoy the it's it's breathtaking it's like um it's like an old european church it feels like this giant uh, massive cathedral from like the 1600s and i would say it's probably the most famous church in the states yeah um so you know you go there around this time there's lines to get in it's a whole deal we walked in at the very moment where they were starting their Sunday mass. Their I could new not mass. believe it. Was it. it was crazy. We've n- I've never seen a service there in our all of our times going, and this time it was a real mass. We sat and walked. We just didn't, didn't sat. We no just, we nowhere to, stand. to sit. We had to stand. And we watched uh, part of the service. I mean, we did not stay for the whole thing. Uh, people were coming in and coming out at a rapid pace. It was too busy. It was, it was busy, way busier busy than it's situation. ever been. I mean, you're in a church that has armed security guards and cops kind of walking around. Yeah. It's 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 a wild time at St. Patty's Cathedral, folks. Then we went down to Bryant Park. They had like an outdoor um, sort of like shop villagey thing happening. Any sort of park in New York City tends to have uh, some sort of a holiday um, village of shopping. And they usually we... Union Square and then yeah. Bryant Park and some other parks in the city. And usually we have gone to the Union Square one, but I think we swore it off because we were like, it's too crowded. So when we stumbled onto this Bryant Park one, it was like, huh, maybe this will be a fitting replacement. Honestly, folks, this was my low point of the day. I didn't like walking around this uh, shoppy area. It was too crowded, and so that was not fun. And then we started losing people. This was like the beginning of us losing people. Lost my sister and a boyfriend for a while. Don't Lost know where your they dad. Went. Lost my dad for a while. Don't know where he went. Everybody's just kind of walking around. We all looked a little dazed at this point. Yes. there's At this point, I've had... This is where I got overload of people. There was too many people to deal with in public. And that's when, at this point of the day, is when I started panicking because I knew that um, instead of going to a show this year, Steve had made an appointment for us to ice skate. And I've never ice skated as an adult. I think I did it as a child. I have like a very foggy memory of it. But I've never ice skated as an adult. And so about like, I don't know, an hour, two hours into the beginning of our field trip, our Maritato uh, Christmas extravaganza, I acquired the knowledge that it would be 
good to have gloves to ice skate because if you fall on the ice, you want to not have your bare hand hit it. And so Nick and I didn't have gloves because it was warm um, and we just weren't thinking about it. So this is when I start to panic being like, babe, we got to get gloves. We got to get to a CVS and buy some gloves. Yeah, we got it in our heads that CVS was the place to buy gloves. I think my sister said she went to like a, a Walmart or, not, or like a Walgreens or a CVS and got gloves for a dollar in New Jersey. Yeah. So we're and, like, we got to get those dollar gloves. Yeah. Cause like everywhere else, the part of the town we're part of New York city we're in is such like a, a place where tourists shop that gloves are a, a, as expensive as they possibly can be in your urban outfitters and your banana Republic. I mean, and your Macy's. it's a freaking rip off. It's a lot. So we're like, where's the CVS with the cheap ass gloves. Mm-hmm. I have like 38 pairs of gloves at home. I definitely don't want to buy another top of the line bear of gloves yeah um especially this time of year when i'm spending all my money on everybody else exactly so we're starting to panic we're looking for gloves we can't find gloves we need to get to our ice skating appointment nick says don't worry we'll find gloves when we get to that neighborhood so we went to pier seven financial district area so we're at the tip downtown manhattan uh we had to take a nice little two train all the way down there Mm -hmm. we get down there oh i'd like to add another detail also, Steve had brought Santa hats for us all to wear in the picture, which was a great idea. I was kind of under the impression we would wear them all day. I am the only person that wore my hat all day. And I've only felt odd on the train when I was like, oh, I'm just like, everybody's like going to work and stuff. And I'm just standing here in this hat. Well, it was a Sunday. It was a sun. Sorry for my yawn. It was a Sunday before uh, Christmas. I kind of feel like you. The only reason I didn't wear mine all day is I had a big head, and that netting inside was kind of making my head chafe a little bit. It was, it was a chafey hat. Yeah. So I just wore it for my picture, and then I popped it right in my backpack. Um. So yeah, we take the train down there. Ashley and I start at. We get out. We get out at like a, a big lots or something. There's like I don't something. know where. Yeah. It was like we saw a big lots when we got off the train. There's a big lots or like a dollar save or some sort yeah. of like mass produced terrifying store where the fluorescent lighting is so bright you feel like you're like get dehydrated immediately when and you walk in. this is a few days before Christmas so you know it's torn through. I mean people are throwing stuff in the air. It's women like um, I saw one mom with like a, a just a cart stacked to the brim with five dollar toys. We it's, bought we bought two pairs of shitty ass gloves. Yeah they're pretty shitty. Um, And uh, mine are faux leather that have a zip mine are like fleece with some little plastic pearls on them uh don't know where mine are gone already lost uh ashley's i'm looking at right now i got mine so uh we leave there then we go to stop at a starbucks everybody wants once goes to get their mocha what is it? Is it peppermint mocha at starbucks which i gave everybody last year that was what my gift to my father my sister and my wonderful girlfriend now turned fiance was that peppermint mochas are delicious and you guys should have them i'd never had one before mm-hmm. so i don't think i had one last year oh you didn't have i one. don't think i had one last year uh, because when we all got our peppermint mochas at the starbucks i was like oh my god this is so good and i was like freaking out about it and then everyone who got one was like ah it's, they didn't give us enough syrup chris Gabby and my father all got peppermint mochas. I decided I did not want any more chocolate. I had already eaten some nuts for nuts on the street. I was eating shitty already. I was like, I'm going to save it up for a little bit later. So, and I also didn't need the coffee. I mean, I'm on like, uh, I'm trying to like fix my life. 
Um, you know, obviously I'm great at podcasting and I'm a hilarious guy, but there's other things to life than that. We're just really trying like, to show up on time. Yeah. I, I'm trying to go to bed earlier, wake up earlier and not drink 11 cold brews during the day. Yeah. So that's like part of my thing. So I was like, I'm going to skip the, this espresso just because like, honestly, that's what's in here. Plus chocolate. Don't need it. I'm glad I skipped it because everybody was disappointed in their peppermint mochas and it's really interesting like how human psychology works because i was sipping that peppermint mocha and i was like oh my god this is so good like you guys were right and then as soon as they started being like nah they they, like skimped us on the syrup this isn't as good yeah and i was like oh yeah it's not as good now what was going on do you do do you now uh uh feel like your peppermint mocha wasn't as good as it should have been i mean i really thought it was really good yeah i don't but i have nothing to compare it to my dad was pissed yeah pissed and he was pissed and then that brings us to the skating rink which we get is to on- pier seven we go to skating there uh, ashley and i went uh, to pier seven with my father steve and saw the stray cats there mm-hmm. a couple of months ago which was really great it's on the top of like a building you have like the sky- the brooklyn skyline behind you yeah the brooklyn bridge is the right brooklyn there bridge is right there it's so cool looking it's right on the water and they turned this awesome. motherfucker into an ice skating rink wow i had never gone ice skating before had you I, I, I don't think so. I think I did as a kid. Like I said, I had a foggy yeah. memory. So we all uh, go and we sign our waivers. And we I didn't and- sign mine. You didn't sign yours? Mm-mm. Why? Because th- there was like a huge line to sign the waiver. I filled out all of my information. And then when I signed it and I hit like I didn't hit the bu- I, I may or may not have signed it. Something <laughs> happened. And I was like, I don't know if that went through. But I can't go through the rigmarole of filling out all that information oh, folks, again. You can't go through a rigmarole. It was too much info. Too much rigmaroles. So I signed mine, of course, because I'm a good boy. And uh, we go and we get our skates. We put our skates on. As soon as I'm starting to put my skates on, I'm realizing I may not be cut out for ice skating. Yeah, okay? Nick, I-, I will say you bailed within 30 seconds. I put it on. My foot started hurting, my right foot. I have right foot problems. I might have like a hammer toe issue or bunions. I don't know. I've never gone to a foot specialist. Got, well, first off, let's just say it like it is. You got big, wide feet. Okay, you, and you 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 say that I have what, what type of feet? Hobbit feet. Hobbit feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got big, wide feet. Okay, right. you're a man that is. You were built to walk around in grassy areas on mountaintops. Okay, right. you got mm-hmm. those big, wide feet. My toe box on my right. If anybody is a shoe salesman out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. My toe box on my right foot is wide and sensitive. So where the knuckles of the foot are, this is a bad conversation for a podcast <laughs> basically the ice skates they were in line they were like they were kind of like rollerblades yeah but they, they were, were definitely like rollerblades but they were with, very narrow yeah and so I, nick's looking at me like ah my my toe box like, my toe in box. order for in order for it to my skate to be tight enough for my ankles to have support i needed to have these like my to- well, something had to suffer either i wasn't going to have enough support and like uh, feel comfortable enough kind of skating around or my toe was my 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 right foot was just going to be in throbbing pain i chose the throbbing pain because i was like it'll probably go away we get out there i realized that like i don't have any cartilage in my left kneecap and you need like some stability to do something like this in your leg and I, i'm realizing that i'm just fighting 
my knee from like slipping out of its socket the entire time. As Nick I has skate. an old football injury. You should explain that. You have an old football injury. So we have to be very precious with his knees. And the fact that his foot is locked up, it didn't work. Nick is just like, I, I, I go around once and I'm like, where, where did Nick go? And then I see you off to the side. Gone. Yeah. You're Out. like listening to a podcast. Well, I went around once then left and you kind of scolded me and made me try it again. I went around again. I realized like all of my muscles are tensing up i thought i was like oh man this sucks i'm gonna bum everybody out. i saw my dad apparently my dad ate shit yeah he fell to, a, to the point where a woman ran up to him and was like oh my god sir are you okay and he just was like i paid for this i'm gonna go around a few times yeah real angrily like chris he was upset was, chris was incredible well i think he's like a hockey player he's like a natural yeah he knows how to skate my sister seemed to be able to deal with it gabby and i i feel like we did great did like, you have fun doing it or yeah. did you just do it because like you were there to do it um a little bit of both it would have been it would it, it was fun it was fun i'll say that but it would have been a hundred times more fun if there hadn't been so many shitty little kids who were like doing tricks and then yeah. going the wrong way yeah. and like going really fast and then like uh, th- these were like kids who clearly knew how to ice skate well and so like they were purposefully falling and it's like when you're a little kid you you fall on your butt and slide because it's fun yeah and it's like you're so much closer to the ground it doesn't hurt you like it hurts me doggy seriously okay but then like there was like three kids who would like race and then come to a sudden stop you know like they would turn on an angle and i was just like where are their parents get their parents over here to spank them kids should I, I'm I like kids. Clearly I do a lot of activities that are meant for kids. And when you do that, you have to have a high tolerance for children's behavior. And I'm into it. I think they bring joy. I like them being around, okay? But I think when you have so many wobbly adults, which I would say this was like I don't know. I would say seventy percent wobbly adults, yeah. And then you have these kids who are darting through, going three times the speed on this little tiny ice skating rink. I mean, it was really little. So I went around twice. I, that is a recipe. I have to finish what I was going to say. Oh, when you have all of those ingredients, it is a recipe for a stressful time you didn't really you couldn't really relax and find a rhythm because you were getting cut off by children mostly and i think that um i saw some adults fall and because they're i try not to run into kids i did have one woman ask me if i was okay because i almost ran into her going uh, i'm sorry i'm right behind you i'm gonna run into you and she was like are you okay and i was like no i'm about to hit you well, so, what do you mean? Are you okay? You yeah. were literally explaining what was happening. Yeah, what was going you know on. what? I thought it was Spank nice, but now looking back on it, what was her deal? So I get off. I I literally just return my skates. Like I, I yeah, was Nick like, I'm putting my shoes back on. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna. And what? Luckily, I brought my backpack with me. In my backpack, I have my book I'm reading, which is my habits book. I have a habits book, folks. Okay. Do you it's know called, what that is? It's, it's called Better Than Before. It's called Better Than Before. Um, and I was, uh, I'm trying to create good habits and drop bad ones. It might be changing Nick's life. Could change my life. I'll keep you posted. Uh, but I'm, so I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go sit in the sun and read this book a little bit. And I put headphones on. I was listening to my, like, um, I, I listen to a lot of ambient music while I read. So I was like in a zone. I look over like 
Ashley's pissed. Yeah, it's like, okay, you can exclude yourself from the group activity. That is fine, but still support the group in any way you can, which is by taking our pictures, okay? Because we can't take our pictures when we're trying not to fall over a child. So it's like you excluded yourself from the group activity, which I understand and I get it, but like still see how you can add value to the situation. You don't get to just- I added value to my situation, which is bettering myself by reading my book. Okay. Well, people kept asking me, why isn't Nick coming over here and taking our picture? Oh, people kept asking They did. You. They did. Come on now. Your dad did once. Anyway, I got to read for like eight seconds before I got some real dirty looks and shitty texts from my fiance. <laughs> and then so I went and I took pictures of them. But then eventually everybody was like, we got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. So we leave because we had uh, reservations in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Folks, we were in downtown Manhattan. We had reservations in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn for a 6.30 at an Italian restaurant. An Italian extravaganza. Sophia's, I believe. Um, and uh, so we had to get down there. In order for us to get down there, we had to we had to take the train all the way back uptown, get into my dad's car, which he had parked uptown, and then we took that uh, the FDR or wherever the uh, some sort of parkway all the way to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. We got out, we parked, and we had an Italian dinner. It was cool. It was like a big old feast. We had like a classically like Italian older man. Hey, who was, what do you want? Um, oh. And Bay Ridge is the home of the Italians. There's it's, a lot of Italian folks down there. If you want to know where the Italians are in Brooklyn, they're in Bay it's Ridge. It's all Bay Ridge. And it was authentic. It was so good. No, I enjoy Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, too. There's a I lot like of stuff going on. It and, feels like a different world. It I mean, feels like we're in another state. Ashley and I even went to a coffee shop across the way. It was like 10 p.m. on a Sunday before Christmas. And these motherfuckers were open. Yeah. And it was it was so big. It's so weird to go to a coffee shop that's not in like our neighborhood and see how much space yeah, the rest of the world sure. has. It's very odd. Um, but now, yeah. Ashley didn't enjoy her dinner. We should say that. Well, why do you got to say that? Well, I just wanted to say, because I, I find that most, and this is something I've been sort of bringing up to you. You don't want to talk about this. Mm-mm, no. Oh, why? Because I, I, I enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed the appetizers. My issue was that my pasta was cooked with, um, it was like in a... It, it was made with like a beef stock, so right. it was. It tasted very beefy, and I had asked the guy, like, "Please, uh, can you make sure that my uh, my dish doesn't taste beefy?" Thank well, I you. was just like, "There's no meat in this, right?" And he said, "Yes." And technically, there was no meat in it, but it was it was very beefy. Beefy. That was it a was beefy a, meal. It was a beef stock. You could taste it, and so that just was weird. But I I was enjoying the experience. I and I wanted us all to have a good time. Yeah. No, it's okay. But why can't we tell our truths on here? I don't know because you said your dad started listening to the podcast. That's okay. I I want him to know that it was positive. Listen, you know my father. He loves to complain. He loves to have a bad experience. That places. is true. So you're, <laughs> he, he, he'll enjoy getting on your case about the fact that you didn't enjoy this. Um, if he makes it this far on the podcast, I don't think he will. He probably turned it off. Um, so uh, I find that Ashley, when we go out to eat, um, this year in 2019, I would say out of every five meals we go out to eat, you probably enjoy two, enjoy two of them. Well, I think a big part of that is that there are very limited restaurants that you can eat at. Yes. And so oftentimes we go to one in, in particular that I don't like at all. Are we not going to name drop it? We can name drop no, it. No, no, we won't. No, we let's won't. name drop it. I it's- don't want to because I actually like the place. And if God forbid they ever hear that we were talking shit, they may never serve me my devil's mess ever again. Yeah, Nick loves this place. And yeah. there's just not that many options there for me. Well, Ashley has, a, has more of a... Rep- fine palate than i do and she's also more up on like food culture and where food comes from 
Um, and that's she's more observant of her food and she's more mindful of the way that she eats um, in certain ways. Um, and that's mostly because she is a pescatarian um, and uh, she's really, really tries to steer clear of animal products as much as possible. But to a degree, she eats fish and she eats some dairy. Um, and a, a lot of our issues when we, we like to go out to breakfast and Ashley cannot get an egg that she likes when when we I she, can that French place down the there street there is a French that place new that you cafe, love but I can just taste the difference you can between taste the difference. a cheap egg and a not cheap yes, egg yes you're right okay people be, people serve you some fucking old ass cheap eggs uh-huh. in this city okay yeah. okay and it's like I can taste it this egg is old and it's like also when the yolk is like barely yellow I love a nice orangey yolk I need a fresh quality egg okay if i'm gonna eat eggs that's what i need and you, and you need okay, it so you deserve it thank you babe finally also, there seems to be this one place that we go that you don't like you, you they have a vegetarian sausage yeah i don't like their sausage you don't like their sausage although they look like morning star patties they but are they're not. not this place that you like so much i'll tell you why you <laughs> like them so much okay first off this place is like i i've almost written a bad yelp review for this place a few times because i think what they're doing is is actually very fucked up because the things on their menu are are they have good staples that i would love to eat they look like they're gonna be like a super qual like they carry themselves like super quality ingredients they carry themselves like that their menu is priced that way and then yet their food is all made with like bottom of the barrel ingredients i mean even their veggies are not good their fruit is not i mean it's like they they are buying the lowest price ingredients they can find Mm -hmm. and they're charging us as if they're buying high priced goods it's an expensive place and you like it because what they do is they turn they like pour a shit ton of cheese on everything (laughs) to distract you from the fact that it's all like garbage ingredients yeah well they have a brunch that they serve every day till 3 p.m where they have a meal where i can get shrimp and eggs and cheese and veggies and it's a whole thing and i love it so much but yes i'm also just like garbage mouth like throw whatever as long as it fits into my dietary restrictions i'm eating it so yes i mean this is a big aside but ashley i would say it i always look over at ash when we eat and i'm like hmm Later, are you going to pull me? Is she going to pull me aside and be like, I didn't like my dinner? And uh, this time I looked at her and I couldn't tell. And I asked, and sure enough, it was it was dipped in a bunch of beef juice. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too beefy. <laughs> too beefy for my little baby. Wanna, I don't want to taste beef. I get it. You they should you should have told me that if I said there's no meat in this, right? Yeah, there you was like, technically he was right. Technically he was right. There's no meat, but it's made with beef stock, yeah. so you're gonna feel like you're eating a hamburger. Well, the thing is, when you go to an Italian restaurant, you gotta know you gotta you gotta get like just spaghetti. You know, with I mean, red yeah, sauce, yeah. you know, or or I or, almost did fettuccine alfredo, yeah, but that's so much dairy. That's what I got, and honestly, it was good. wasn't the best version I've ever had because we did wait a long time to get our entrees. Um, but which was, is an important factor because coming up next, I think we can move on from the restaurant. Are you? Do you feel good about that? Yeah. Okay. So coming up next, we were supposed to go see the lights in Diker Heights. Diker Heights lights. I'm sure we've talked about that in the podcast in the past two years. And we didn't go last year, but yeah, we did it's go kind of a before. tradition of Nick and I's. We went the first year we started dating. Folks, look it up. What it what it is is um, all the Italians, all the rich Italians down in Bay Ridge. They uh, they trick out their McMansions. I mean, they are spending. We're talking like 20, thousands and thousands of dollars on professionally laid lights. To um, I mean, really, the most gaudy bullshit you've ever 
seen, but it's, it's wonderful. It's incredible. You it's a around, feast for the eyes. You walk around like a seven block radius and you just get to see people try to outdo their neighbors by um, hooking up animatronics and, and having like 20,000 twinkling lights We're on their houses. We're talking 30 foot animatronics. Bird baths that move with Mickey, Santa's on top of it. I mean, it's really a lot of And if really you go at the right time, the heart of it, the center of it the will center. have- The center. The center will have a, um, a Santa DJ who's spinning all the greatest hits and you can buy a hot apple cider and it's just like it's so exciting so wonderful it's also the first place when we were walking back from there Mm -hmm, nick mm -hmm. it's the first time that you asked me to be your girlfriend and it's the first time that you publicly rejected me i did say no but i thought it was a little soon in our relationship but now look at that fucking finger dog hey where's your ring it's in the it's in its box well regardless i win you do baby uh so haha but so yes it it does hold a special uh point in our heart but this time uh was not meant to be because we could not find parking it was insane (laughs) usually nick and i can ride around for like 15 minutes and find a spot but this was like the the sunday before christmas okay and it was a nice day it wasn't too cold and so it's just like was it was the most crowded i've ever seen and we could not find a spot anywhere and we're talking we're we're driving around you know 10 blocks away from the main area trying to look for a spot nada couldn't do it so eventually cut our losses my uh dad had to go to work in the morning yeah we all agreed to bail they had to drive back to new jersey so we got dropped off at a uh, an r r train okay so we're in bay ridge brooklyn which is really the bottom of brooklyn so if you're trying to get out of there you were going to be taking i don't know two three in our case four trains to get home because we live at the top of brooklyn we live at the top you would think it would make sense but it doesn't because of capitalism yeah should I explain that? No. Okay. So I'm going to explain okay. it. Okay. Okay. So the way that the trains were designed in New York was before that they became like public property, um, before like the city absorbed them, they were all independent businesses. And so they didn't want their trains connecting to other people's trains. So the the way that the New York City subway system uh, is connected is effed up on purpose to make it hard for you to get from one train to the next because they wanted you to stay on their line, on the blue line or the red line and then new york city absorbed them and tried to like finagle it any way they can but it does mean you know there's not there should be a train that goes from south brooklyn to north brooklyn you would think that that is just obvious yeah just you don't get a train that cuts through brooklyn except for the g train which luckily was running that night and we got to catch it and it was not a terrible ride back it took us quicker than normal four trains and gabby and chris got home in new jersey they got home to a different whole different state a whole different state so yes, that was our our trip. We we went home. We had to wake up bright and early the next morning and get out on the road to visit Ashley's family, and we did. Um, and that was honestly just a delightful trip. Over. Yeah, I think we should save that because we have talked so much. There's nothing even to save. I mean, I just want to say that we had a fantastic time over in uh, Charlotte, uh, Concord. Uh, if you're nasty, um, uh, North Carolina um, had a beautiful uh, dinner for for Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, got to go to the Bonefish Grill, folks. The Bonefish Grill has quality food. Nick's on it. It's really good. The best. Cal- I had a good meal there. The best calamari you've ever had. It was really good. I mean, so good. 
Um, and I usually don't eat calamari. And that's a chain, folks. The Bonefish Grill. Go be a patron over at your Bonefish Grill after you patronize our Patreon. Uh, because for real, for real, good stuff. Um, we had some home-cooked delicacies. Uh, it was a really nice time. Got some fun gifts. Um, you know, we're going to the MoMA courtesy of Ashley's family. We get our New Yorker courtesy of Ashley's family. So um, really just a nice time. It was really good. And then North we also, Carolina. we did like a whole tour of fast food restaurants on the way there and oh, the way back. Oh, Ashley and I, folks, we're going to take a break in a second. But first, I just want to just say a Let's little something. Let's list them here. off. Okay. So Burger King was first. Burger King was first. Um, then there was Bojangles. Bojangles was last. Waffle House. Waffle House was in the middle. Taco Bell. Taco Bell was actually last. Um, was that it? That was it. Folks, I don't give a fuck about any of that and shit. And like an Uno's pizza. Um, yeah, we ate at some shitty pizza place. That I don't even count that. But I don't want to talk about any of them except Waffle House. I had it since Thanksgiving. I decided on my next cheat day, which was going to be the week of Christmas, I was going to a Waffle House. Ashley made sure that my dreams came true, and I love her for it. We left a little early just so we can eke out some breakfast time at the Waffle House in Charlotte, and we went there. And Y'all, you wouldn't believe this, but Nick has been bringing up going to a Waffle oh House God, every day, and so it was like turned out to be the only time we could go to the Waffle House was on this particular day. Unfortunately, we then went to my mom's house who had made like a, like a cheese ball and deviled egg feast for us, yeah. but we added on we added on i ate some of that as well but listen it was more important for me to go and eat at this waffle house okay Nick needed it i mean i got a i it was like 10 o'clock in the morning i got like a uh a, a, like a patty melt i got a side of a waffle i got uh some grits i got them covered smothered i got them countryed yeah, that was a mistake. Well, I got I got gravy on top of them with Don't cheese. Don't get gravy on top of a uh, hash brown. It, and it was, makes it too lumpy. It was just kind of just like a gravy mess, but I loved every second of yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, really enjoyed it. Ashley got a fantastic picture out of the deal. Uh-huh. And we met my favorite person on the entire trip, our waiter, Doug. Yeah, Nick is like obsessed with this guy, Doug, who was our waiter. This he guy was, was just, so awesome. He was just very attentive. He, he was, was working. He was working for that $5 Waffle really House was. tip. Um, by the way, I want to say that on my stories on Instagram, Instagram, I saved our whole Meritado extravaganza. So if you want to go look through those pics that go along with the story you just heard, it's Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Roberts. And the they're in my highlights. And I think I titled this one Xmas Forever 2 because Xmas Forever 1 was last year. And then I guess the first year I just net didn't, just didn't do it. I didn't do it. Not going to do it. Folks, uh, that was our little story about how we spent our Christmas uh, break. Um, how did you spend your Christmas break? Why don't you email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. You can DM us at realityblowspod. You can find us on Instagram at realityblowspodcast. Um, do it up. Let us know. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back. Folks, we're going to rank... Each of us, our own personal top five reality shows covered on 2019's Reality Blows, a year in review. Uh, we got we got the best, we got some of the honorable mentions, and we got some of the worst. Uh, so stick around. We will be right back. Folks, we are back. Um, so what Ashley and I are going to do now are going to count down our top five uh, favorite reality shows that we covered in the year 2019 on this podcast. Uh, any show that we covered on one of our Monday main shows on this podcast were eligible as long as it was in 2019, um, except for 
The Challenge, and Southern Charm. We kind of feel like those are special episodes. They're clearly our favorite shows. Yes, okay? and, and they would be on there. It would be kind of no fun to talk about yeah. them. We talk about them so much. Um, just know that uh, you know Southern Charm and The Challenge are both on there. They're clearly in our top If five. you want to hear it from me, I mean, I'm going rogue a little bit. Uh, um, but War of the Worlds 2 would have made this list. I don't know where, but 100%. it would have, for me, made this list. So. Same. Um, there you and go. And when Nick said that they has to be in 2019, it doesn't mean they had to have been made in 2019. Nope, nope. As I said, if we covered it on a show yes. in 2019, we are talking about it uh, if it's our top five on this list. So what we are going to do first is, um, Ashley suggested we do this, Biggest Disappointments of the Year. Uh, I have two shows on my list. Uh, Ashley, how about yourself? I have, I have three, but I think I'm going to whittle it down to two. I'm going to beg to beg you to know what the third one is anyway. So, um, Ash, why don't you, do you want to share all of your disappointments and then I'll do all of mine? Yes. Okay, go ahead, Ash. First one is um, Aisha Curry's family food fight. Interesting. I really, I just was excited. I like her and I wanted to like the show and it just felt so stilted and it didn't have a good flow. And I just, I found it to be like they, it, it had all the right ingredients, and yet the I cake. I you did there. And yet the cake never rose. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like the bread was the bread was flat. Okay, so uh, any more <laughs> any more puns or? It's just like they had like a <laughs> cup, you know, of the you good had a stuff. Cup of sugar. And it's it went just down. it's really interesting how you can have all the right you can you can have all the right check ingredients. All the boxes, right, right? Right. You can check all the boxes. You can follow the recipe to a T. Yes. And then the show can be a flop. And unfortunately, it was like that for me. And and I will continue to follow her and watch whatever she does. Um, but I just wanted more from that. Now, I, um, it's interesting for you to say that because I was disappointed by this show too, but I did not have the expectations you did. So when I was looking over my list of things to add, like I saw this and spoiler alert, not did not make my top five, but it also did not make my disappointments list Yeah, because I was like, meh. It was a whatever show. I didn't really care. Uh, it was a cooking show, but yeah, uh, come to uh, come to think of it, you were very excited to talk about this show and watch it, and yeah. we were both, you know, not uh, excited by it while we were actually watching the show. And real quick, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas update: If you listen to that episode where we talked about the show, I said in that episode that um, I have like Aisha Curry's um, coffee mug collection. Yes, as a so. matter of fact, you're drinking some of your uh, throat tea out of one right now. Isn't that delightful? It is. It's delightful. And I have two out of the three. I could not get the third, the popular one. It's um, a white mug with black flames and it says coming in hot. And I wanted it. I didn't get, couldn't get it through my FabFitFun subscription. And lo and behold, my mother bought it for me. Yes. Lisa came in quick, uh, in the quick of the night and uh, got that shit off of eBay. Yeah, delighted Ashley. It really, it, it really is did. Very exciting. Really for me. made her. So shouts out to uh, our a wonderful blowhard and a great mom. Yeah. Lisa, thank you. And then okay, so 
do you want me to do yeah, my go second through, one? Yeah, we'll go back and forth for the regular list, but I okay. want to hear all your disappointments and I'll do it. Okay, so mine. it was Aisha Curry. So the second disappointment I had, yeah. this is also a personal disappointment. It was Trading Spaces, the Trading Spaces what? episode we watched. Featuring your best friend's brother? Yep. It was wow. a disappointment because I wanted more juice, you know? Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be fun because I knew them. You like the juice. I like juice. Um, and I thought it would be fun because I, I like know them and I care about them. But it ended up just being like it, it, having people you know and care about on the show sort of revealed to me that the show was paper thin. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's just a little too structured and 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 le- lacks maybe some personality. It lacks meat. It lacks that thing. And like I know these people, they're both very charismatic. They're both very fun and interesting. And it's like if if this show, it just didn't have any spice to it. And so I just was like, oh, the show's format needs is a, a little, little adobo. It, yeah. Adobo seasoning. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a little too. I think the show's format, and it's clearly been a success, mm-hmm. right? It's clearly a sure, successful show. It's been on for like hundred years. Yeah, but the format just felt like stale to me, and having people I know on the show revealed that. Interesting. Next up is Blown Away. That is the wow. third biggest disappointment for me. Really. Yeah. You had expectations so high for Blown Away that you're disappointed by it? It made your list? Yeah. Explain. I just think that like glass blowers are cool. And I thought it was going to be really cool. Um, but it turns out it's like 90% people being too sweaty. Right. So Blown Away is the Netflix original uh, series where people are in a glass blowing competition. Very basic. Um, yeah. And I also don't like watching people get judged for their art. I don't know why. Like, I can do it with cakes for sure, you know? Or, like, Project Runway, I can do that. But, like, these people are glass blowers, And I don't know. Just, like, one guy in the first episode, it, it fell and it cracked. And then he's trying to do another one. And it's like, must we turn all art into some sort of content? Yes, it's reality. We got to we have to cover it all. Well, wow, um, I wasn't uh, thrilled by the show, but it also once again fits into didn't have expectations high enough to be disappointed by. But interesting. Those are interesting choices. Shall I move on to mine? Yes, I can't wait. OK, number one on this list. Yeah. The Real World Atlanta Facebook edition. Ooh. I was highly disappointed by this. This was a franchise that got me into this mess. Yeah, and you were excited to watch it. So excited and so deflated by it that we never went back and followed up on we what tried. We, we tried. We discussed it. We tried. We, we, we had so like many what, intentions three or four too. Ups. But I'll tell you, if I can't go back and watch your show, it means I wasn't blown away by it. Uh, no pun intended, but... It was a disappointment. I don't know. I haven't heard anything uh, on the blogs or anywhere on Reddit of people being like, you got to go and finish this season. Yeah. I mean, I've heard some... uh, there are some shows that I went back um, and actually finished based on people saying it actually got kind of good. Florabama season two or three was one of them. Yeah. Uh, I think right they're on now, season three. Everybody's saying we got to watch it. Florabama's like, they got to get back into it. It's getting wild. I watched some clips. I'm like, yeah, maybe I do. I didn't hear anything about that for the Facebook um, version of the real world uh, Atlanta. And I don't know, maybe it's the format. Maybe it's the fact that it's on, you know, uh, Facebook that people aren't really it's not on anybody's radar but I just figure it's such a big franchise that um, and, and so regaled throughout history yeah that that people would want you to go watch it if it was worth watching I'm not hearing shit about it folks am I wrong email me I don't know yeah DM us find us on the internet tell us that it was we lackluster need to go. so that was number one 
And I this is a list of two. And number two, which maybe even hurt more, and this was really the flop because this is a rarity for me. Uh-oh. The Jersey Shore. Huh. We stopped watching the Jersey Shore midway through because we were bored by the Jersey Shore family vacation season two. And it was sad with Ronnie and his- yes. His- his girlfriend sad. and his his baby's mother. Sad and it's yet just boring. Like sad and boring. It, and I heard it got better. You know, they, they had Angelina on the actual cast, you know, and I don't know. My mother, Donna, she still watches it. She thinks it's funny. God bless her. God bless the show. I just don't have time for it in my life. And, and honestly, it's one of the best, one of the greatest of all time. The original series, one of my favorite of all time. And I just couldn't run with it any longer i watched that first season it got kind of drawn out and boring towards the end and I, as you guys know we loved the sitch and and everything the sitch was doing with his food and all that stuff but besides that i mean the second season with ronnie and and his and his girlfriend and his baby mama and his baby just too sad and not enough fun intermixed for me to say worth being worthwhile to watch every week just just i'm surprised that one didn't make your list, Ash. I'm surprised. Mm. You know, I think that it's interesting. I- I'm surprised it didn't make my list, too, actually, now that we're discussing it. Yeah. But I, I think that season one of um, this reboot, the Jersey Shore reboot, it... Family Vacation. Family Vacation. It had um, a lot of, like, excitement around it. And there was also this sort of hidden, this sort of secret anticipation for whether or not... Um, Sam was actually gone. Mm. You know, like it felt like she might come back. Sammy's sweetheart might make a yeah. return. And now I think we all know she's not gonna. Now it's very obvious she's not gonna. And it's just like, you know. If they're not all back, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. Who knows? Might check back in. You know, these things last on the internet forever and ever. We can go back and watch. So that was the disappointment. Now to what bring was bringing you to the game, folks. This is gonna be our top. Five of the year. Uh, Ashley, we'll go back and forth. Um, uh, let's do start with number five and go all the do way to number one. Do you want to do honorable one. mentions? Oh, of course. Let's do our honorable mentions. Okay. Ashley, what is on your honorable mention list? Um, this almost made it to my top five. The Real Housewives of Atlanta season one. Oh, interesting. That was my honorable mention. I just really enjoyed what we watched. You know, I I was planning on to continue watching it. The problem is, is that it's it feels so old. It is old. You know, it's not even that old, but it feels it's old. old. It looks old, and it's just like there's so much new hot content reality shows coming out. It's hard to uh, watch that. But that was that was my honorable mention. I mean, I really really enjoyed that, and I I, I don't know. Maybe we should stick with it. Maybe we should get back into it. What do you it's think? It's tough. I mean, when we're trying to review all the new hotness, it's tough to go back. I mean, we do have a Southern Charm thing going on right now. Maybe when, you know, we have one more season. Uh, we have the sixth and last season that has been recorded for Southern Charm to record for our podcast, which should be out, I guess, in the next couple of weeks or so. We, I mean, uh, you know, pulling a little the curtain back a little bit. We have not started that, so it should be maybe in a couple. But of we got to do it quick before Julia moves exact, to LA. Exactly. So I mean, maybe we, we'll need another project like that, and maybe that'll be the candidate oh, for it. Oh, that's a great idea. But we'll see. I mean, there are I'd a like lot that. of se- there are a lot of seasons of that. So, yeah. um, my honorable mention, uh, sixty days in. 
we had Neil Stastny on in yeah. February to talk about 60 Days In, even though I had watched all of the seasons um, in 2018. I'm so, in shock right now because I literally was trying to guess what yours your list was going to be, yeah. and I thought it was going to be the first one. I thought it would be when I saw huh? 60 Days In, I was like, that's Nick's first I want I, it was there was a chance when I saw it I was like 60 days in I I'm excluding it I'm putting it on honorable mention based on the fact that I watched it all and we talked about it my obsession where I talked about it week on week on week was in 2018 the mm. latter part of 2018 mm. had Stasty on great comedian good friend Neil or maybe good comedian great friend Neil Stasty on this show to actually talk when I forced it upon him so he came on we actually did a, a guest episode where we talked about it a little bit so that's why I'm including it because I wanted people to know I hadn't forgotten about the show. I know there's a new season of the show that is like 60 days in, like the drug trade. I'm hearing mixed reviews. I haven't dipped my toe into that. I'm sure once it hits Hulu, I'll watch every episode. So if I had watched that and I enjoyed it, I would have put it on this list a little higher. But because most of that was me in 2018, I kind of wanted to mention it, but only honorably. I don't think it was right to make the list. So that's my honorable okay. mention. Well, my one I and appreciate, only honorable mention. Yeah. I appreciate you playing mm -hmm. by the rules. Okay, Ashley. Let's get to number five. Number five for me was the Netflix show Dating Around. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Really enjoyed that. Um, I thought it was shot really well. Mm -hmm. I liked all of the stories. It, it felt real. The people, the main daters, um, besides the kind of the first guy who was a little boring, but the main daters really held my attention and then it had one of my favorite um people oh i'm like forgetting his name the old dude oh the old dude was great he was so great was his name arnold maybe yeah something like that arthur or something yeah he was just like really wonderful loved his episode i loved this whole series shout out to julia shiplet for uh no it wasn't julia shiplet Maybe it was. Someone recommended this to Folks, me. Folks, if you recommended that, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm going to go into my number five. My number five, uh, a show that was on a defunct network or something like that. And you can catch, them, catch up on all of them on Pluto TV. That's right. It's Awesomeness TV, L.A. Story. Wow. L.A. Story coming in hot. Number five, folks. Now, if you're not watching L.A. Story, you can catch up on Hulu. There's only two seasons. And this is the tale of 10 friends who live in rich-ass Los Angeles. I'll and they're you. high schoolers. And it's all just basically Vanderpump Rules Jr. And uh, it's, it, I mean, we talked about it a lot this year. It's come back a few times. I know Ashley loved it. I'm curious to see if it's made her list. I don't want to know until I know. But uh, that's it. That's number five for me. Uh, um, L.A. Story. And, and we still have one season to watch of L.A. Story. Yeah. And I think I'm going to start watching it soon. I'm into it. Yeah, I think we, I might, like we may have to start tonight. I thought I was going to hate that. I remember you putting that on. Yeah. And I was like, why are you doing this yeah. to us? Like, this is not good. I hate teenagers trying to decide how to text somebody back and then i don't know what happened it put hooked. like some sort of magic on me all of a sudden i'm like well what is she is she gonna go to the dinner if dylan's there the most I mean fascinating part of this is the where are they now nowhere they really didn't do anything and he at least the first season i think the second season because we watched a little on pluto tv it seemed to be a different group yeah but the first season cast don't seem to be doing much. I know the main girl, Amanda, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, she lives in New York City. She She's may a have, producer yeah, of some kind. Yeah, she may have done some shit. One, a couple of Give them us are 250 models. patrons on our Patreon, reality, uh, patreon.com, fro it slash 
reality blows and maybe we'll interview her for yeah. this show folks are you yeah. that interested yeah we are um so that was my number five let's go into number four what do you got holy moly holy moly on number four tell us about it Ash. i just really loved this show it is a golfing competition show um it, it's got really funny announcers who are the announcers uh, Rob Riggle, yeah, and uh, some other announcer guy that I don't know, but Rob Riggle, goddamn, is he a gem? And the host is, of course, the host is Steph Curry. Yeah, and we talked about uh, Aisha. It's interesting, Aisha I know. I on know. your disappointment list, Steph on on, I know. on the top. Five. I thought about wow. that when I was writing it out, but it's just like it's wholesome, it's fun, it's bingeable, and there are like actually funny moments. I just really liked it. It was just a classic, you know, reality television treat. It's something that, you know, we've had so much TV to watch that it's tough to go ahead and throw on something that is an appointment television. You know, as a matter of fact, folks, we still haven't updated you on our thoughts on the final bonfires and the goddamn wackadoodle reunion yeah. for Temptation Island season two. So, I mean, we're actually we're gonna, definitely going to do that. We're going to do that next week for you. Very I'm going to let you. We're going to say it now just so we make sure we do it. I mean, there's been so much going on, but it's tough when you have these type of shows when you're trying to keep up. And then there's just a whole hard, uh, a, a, a lighthearted, fun show that's not necessarily reality. But we reviewed it on here, and you know that I love yeah, it too. Yeah, our so. reality umbrella definition is a yeah, it's, and it's going to get broader and broader as it gets years go broad. on, folks. And I'll tell you what, folks, I'd like to go back and watch more of that show. I mean, there's still so much we haven't seen. Yeah, you know? we could um, we could crush that whole season. I'm going to go into my four. You yeah, let's four? hear your number four. four. Now this was tough. This could have been number one. This could have been number five. It could have been honorable mention. Don't look at my list. I just looked down and saw L.A. Story, so we're good. We're good. Uh, Number four, Double Shot at Love. Ooh, Double Shot at Love. Doggy. I kind of felt like we, it was one of these things where we rare, it's rare because we want to keep fresh content for you guys that we actually follow through on a show and actually add it to our list. And Double Shot of Love was added to our list. We watched the first two episodes to review on here. We usually like to watch a couple to talk to you about our feelings on it. And that one stuck. And it stuck all the way through this, to the this season, all the way to the disappointing um, lame ass re reunion where we reunion. realized nobody gave a shit about anybody and no one yeah, yeah they're just there for a chat it was just like so okay you know what you were like don't tell me whether or not it's made your list but i do want to tell you because i've got things to say so i'm going to back it up i'm going to say my honorable mentions were real housewives of atlanta la story and double shot at love and then i decided Real Housewives of Atlanta was the um w would be the winner. Now, Double Shot at Love, I enjoyed, and then it got freaking sad, y'all. It got sad, and and really the reason why it's not higher on my list, though, I really enjoyed this. The women on this show were so interesting. The women to me. made it. The so women made good. this show. Those Polly, two guys are idiots. But Polly D and Vinny were like, I don't want to watch them do like a weird kit up. Close oh yeah, we don't want to see that, that that Oval Office kiss uh, between L and uh, yeah and Vinny. Vinny still haunts me, but you know, yes, the ending it would have been higher on my list if that ending of that reunion was better. It it really took a shot down, um, uh, but I really enjoyed this show, Ash. I really thought it was a fun 
old school throwback to the flavor of loves that I loved yes. before. And you know, you and I can't really get into the Bachelor and the Bachelorette too much stuff. To we get, don't like to get it. To wade we don't like the show. This is enough for me. It's a trashier version. It's something I enjoy. I yeah, love I that MTV it. reality. So there you go. That was my number four. Ash, what do you got for number three? Instant Hotel. Instant Hotel. Yep. You <laughs> son of a bitch. You had to bring it up on the last show of the year. I believe this might have been the first show of the year. It was. We almost watched you. You. We almost broke up about a year ago based on, if you guys don't know the story, we had like one episode left. Ashley went rogue. Watch it without me. I still don't know who won. It was like three episodes left first off. I would not do it if it was just one. Okay. Three or four episodes left. Second off. Yeah. I don't think I know who won either because a listener wrote into the podcast and told us that I attributed the wrong, the wrong winners for that season. But then Nick and I looked up the winners and we don't remember them at all so then i like we're like who we are these Bondi people and whoever her bon- daughter yeah, yeah bondi and her daughter yeah. or no bondi and her mother yeah um we thought they won and then it was just you like you thought they won i didn't know i think i said that on the podcast and then but it's like this other couple won and then i they wrote, should have been on my disappointment list I, then i wrote the the person the reality blows listener and i was like hey we looked it up and like we don't remember these people and then she was like I looked it up and I don't remember these people either. <laughs> and it's like, what is going on in the instant hotel universe? Real, y'all. And I just really enjoyed the show, but I enjoy the reality blows lore around it enough to make it into my top five. Mm, wow. So that was your number three. My number three was holy moly oh holy moly we just talked about it but yep. that was my number three i loved it so much yeah we just talked about it but yeah it was just so much fun to watch i want to watch more episodes i got a couple of my friends to watch it just because there is no more fun television that you can watch more than holy moly on abc you can watch all the episodes on hulu so much fun a good competition yet also funny and, yeah and, it was I good mean, we've spoke about it it was uh, a wholesome fun what do you got for number two ash for number two i have temptation island season one wow yes okay. i really like season one more than season two um you know i i i'm tempted to say all of my thoughts about Are season tempted? two mm-hmm. i'm tempted you can't tempt me i'm tempted to say <laughs> you're my gonna tempt me you're not gonna get me um i oh, lily just woke up and gave me such <laughs> yeah, a she's grill high over there i she's high from her catnip Okay, Um, but I want to say my season two thoughts, but I'll save that for the pod and I'll say my season one thoughts, which is that season one had like uh, just like season two had someone that might be a sociopath on. Of course, I'm talking about Evan, but he like did not have any self-awareness and it just made him so watchable as he like ruined his relationship with Casey, um, started dating Morgan. Like this guy is just like he zero self-awareness. It's fascinating. And then, you know, the standout couple are Javen and Shari. I Who think have their was, own podcast, folks. Which we did listen to. I hope I said her name right. Yeah, no, Javen and Shari. That's it. I loved them. I love them. Their podcast is okay. They need like uh, a shot in the arm. Uh, they're they're they like, do, uh, yeah. They're a little low energy. Yeah, but know, that's but okay. It's okay. That's how it happens. It's okay. They'll learn. Um, but I just really adored them, and they their story made season one for mm. me so much stronger. Okay, so Temptation two, two number uh, Temptation, Temptation Island, Island season, season one, one number two for Ashley. Mind if I do my number yeah. two, folks? My number two was dating around wow that was my second favorite of the entire year i forgot about it until i started looking at this list and i remember i did not we watched the entire season in a night yeah ashley 
it was God, we got to get jobs transformative for me. I didn't realize I could come away feeling like I've done something good for myself and also be watching reality TV. It was so well filmed. Yeah, I felt enriched by being on these dates with these people. The characters were so interesting, and I really truly hope there's a season two. I need more dating around. Yeah, if you are, you know, if you are starting your own reality television show, look at the credits on who worked on this show and call these people up and get them to weigh in because they're they're camera shots were and that had a lot to do with it the camera shots were very like um it felt like almost like a movie-esque yes. it was cinematic cinematic um and then also the casting was so good great casting great casting a lot of times you know these shows are duds because of casting they look cheesy cheap and whatever this did not it was just elegant sexy and uh, i enjoyed every second of it dating around my number Two. Okay, I think we should say our number one at the same time. Okay. Because I have a feeling that we have the same number one. Okay, we don't. We don't. We don't. Okay. So on the count of three, <laughs> one, two, three. three. Are you the one? Temptation Island. Temptation Island season one was my favorite of the year. Blown away by Temptation Island. You already talked about it. We didn't. I forgot about Are You the One uh, completely. So that probably would have made my list. Are You Sorry, Are you the One? Did not make your list? I come one, come all. I didn't see it on my list of what? things. Sorry. I think this, some of the episodes where we talk about it over and over again, uh, maybe the way that I titled things, I didn't see, it didn't pop up. Do you want to take one of these off your list right now? Ah, fuck yeah. Yeah, you need to because that show was so good. This season of Are You the One? Yeah, I season guess eight. I, I will take, I will bump 60 Days In off honorable mention. I will put whole, uh, LA Story on honorable uh, mention. I will put, uh, so number five to me is going to be <laughs> Are You the One? Okay. Come one, come all. Okay, there you go. Sorry, <sighs> 60 Days In, you're out of here. Yeah. Are you the one? Come one, come all. So good. I mean, so. But here's the thing: like, you didn't think Temptation Island was gonna make my list at all because mm, you thought like I hadn't mentioned it yet. Yeah, that's true. But you hadn't mentioned Are You the One season eight, and I felt like that is um, the better show I, of it, the it, two. It isn't because <gasps> I would. I'm not gonna replace number one with. I'm putting number five in there. I I I don't want that many dating shows on my thing. Yeah, mine and, are a lot of dating and shows. And also, like, I like Are You the One, but like. I don't know. It, it's not my favorite show in the world. I love that cast. I love that show. I had a Remy, really good time. Paige, yeah, they were set. fun. You enjoyed this show more than me. I really did. I really like it a lot. And, you know, it's better than like X. You notice No X on the Beaches ended up on our show. Yeah, I you saw know? that. So, like, it's better than that. And I enjoyed it. I, I think I did enjoy the first two or three seasons of that show more than the eighth season. I think they had a real low point, like seven, six, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven for sure was a dud, but I still don't, I think it was more exciting as a concept for me, the first couple of seasons. And now it's kind of worn a little bit on and me. We should explain what season eight was, which was sure. um, like a gender fluid season. So you didn't know your perfect match could be anyone in the house. And that had never happened before. And I love a gimmick. Okay. And I loved, yeah. I loved that element of it. I found that to be very interesting that like now, you know, the, the stakes, it, everything's just gotten so much harder because now it could be anybody where yeah. before in the past, it's like, well, it's one of these 10 people. Yeah. I mean, it's a great show. Um, I, I, 
I guess I'm not surprised that it's your number one. I kind of yeah. forgot about it myself. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it could be on my number five, you know, somewhere around there. But nothing to me was as mind-blowing than the first season of Temptation Island. Tell me why. It was just like I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah. These people destroying their own relationships on TV and then having to watch each other destroy the relationships at the bonfire, uh, Mark L. Wahlberg. I, I mean, the characters, Mark. Casey and what, whatever, Evan, his, Evan and Mo- you know, it's just like, oh, Kate this, and David, the Kate and David of this season. I mean, it, it's it's really an in, an insane. It makes me feel crazy, and there's really nothing that feels like like more disgusting and trashy than Temptation Island, really? Yeah. Like, are you the one? It's like, they're like, we're finding our perfect matches. We're up, we've all come in here with, we're love troubled people. We're finding our one and only someones. This is like, we found that person and now we are going to destroy it for some reason. And the devil, Mark L. Wahlberg, is going to be there every step of the way, prodding us with his little pitchfork You know the- at the bonfire. The real thing about season one that's so interesting is that you and I, more me, more me, I do not like exploit exploitation shows. I don't want right. to see Notice anyone, there's no TLC shows on our not list. Not one TLC. I don't like exploitive shows at all. And nothing seems more exploitive than like come on the show and let us break you up. But these people are young, like but smart they do it people. so well. It's like they do it so the well. thing with TLC, it's like these are people with like handicaps and stuff. And it's like, I, I can't deal with that. But um, not all of them, you know, but some some of them. But th- this show is different. I mean, this is trash. You know, I don't feel bad for these people yeah. until like the end. Kind yeah. Of. But like they all seem to get what they deserve. And I'm there for every second of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess that's a good way to plug next week's show, which we're going to talk to you all about the final bonfire and also the reunion. Guys, if you have not watched this reunion for Get Temptation on it. Season 2, they did not have one. They had a Where Are They Now for the Season 1, but Season 2 has a reunion. It's like 45 minutes long and it's like fucking crazy. It's incredible. Um, Just to see Mark L. Wahlberg host like a traditional reunion show. It's yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. Crazy, crazy business. Um, Ash, do you have any last words for uh, the last show of 2019? Guys, sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash reality blows. It will be in the show notes of this episode. Yeah, we'll check that link and uh, we will have our first of our Patreon episodes on the first of the year. So uh, make sure you're checking for that. And there's a whole lot of fun going on on Patreon coming in 2020. So we, we want you to take the ride with us. And, and guys, thank you so much yeah. for an awesome year. Seriously. We really appreciate you with this is we're gonna this is closing out our second year doing this show and i feel like we're at the point where this is a real thing that we're going to be doing for a very long time and uh we have we're invested we're and it's invested. because of you because of your feedback yeah. and like your interaction and, and the fact that you guys are listening each week you know we, yeah we're, we're, we're a little tiny community and we're, we're we're gonna try to build it a little bit bigger in 2020 um if you guys have any suggestions on how to do that like really what we want to know from you is like do you want to maybe um promote something on this show like do you have like some ads you want us to you know place but we want like people like you guys to like like buy some ad space on this show like i don't want to be like (laughs) selling like you know talk space or like 
you know, whoever signed us up for Betty Crocker, (laughs) I bet you've got a cooking business on the side. And you want to plug your website or something? I don't know. Email us realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. We'll work it out. I mean, didn't somebody just this is a tangent, but who signed us up for another thing? What did we also start getting? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm hoping this had something to do with the Betty Crocker. Like it was just like, but we started to get, oh, I can't even remember. Black and Decker? No, it was like another sort of homemakery. Yeah. Someone is, some (laughs) mom out there is signing us up for all the homemakery discount codes. Oh, no, Betty Crocker was it. I can't really remember what it was, but um regardless like i mean that's something you can do you know we got ad space buy some of our ad space that could get us out there a little bit and also word of mouth really helps you have other people that like reality tv or just want a recommendation for a new podcast recommend our show yeah maybe they're like really interested in and what it's like for a couple to buy a couch and put it in their (laughs) apartment tell them about our show for real for real but um regardless to the blowhards out there, we uh, hope you had a really great 2019. Spend yep. it with us, and we wish you the uh, the best in 2020. And um, you know, don't worry, we're gonna be th- with you every step of the way. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week to uh, uh, talk about those bonfires, the reunion, and just you know, start our journey in 2020 in a reality show way. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll talk to you next year. Happy New Year! Bye.